If you're a visionary and ambitious entrepreneur ready to untangle yourself from the hustle culture, get into flow state, and have some fun in the process, you've come to the right place. Hi, I'm your host, Ankita Tarol, a Forbes and Entrepreneur Featured Coach and Entrepreneur. I'm bringing the strategy and the woo to help you lead from the heart. So I was recently speaking with a client and helping her make a decision for whether or not she wanted to invest in a certain dollar amount. This might have happened to you where you're agonizing and you spend so much time thinking about whether or not you want to spend money hiring a certain coach, enrolling in a certain course, or, you know, just, just doing something like going to a conference or whatever. And Honestly, we forget that the amount of time that we're spending agonizing over this decision is sort of not worth the time. And I realized this recently for myself. There's a coach that I really want to work with. And it's more than I pay my other coaches, like on an hourly basis. But something about her and her energy was really lighting me up. And she was like, really pushing me to think beyond the dollar amount that I was making, right? Of just like, what is the kind of life you want to live? And these are questions I ask my clients too. And like, she was really like holding me to go big and like, don't worry about it. Like, don't worry if it doesn't come to fruition. Just think about what do you want to build? And honestly, I thought about it for a couple of weeks and then put into action the same advice I gave my client, the one that that was agonizing over a decision that was a couple hundred dollars. And the analysis was just this, which is sometimes we get so caught up and so paralyzed in, in thinking about what we want to do or what we should do or whether or not something is good and create a pro and con list, etc. instead of just feeling into our body, just feeling how something makes us feel feel the possibility of something working out makes us feel and taking a calculated risk of like okay like this is a dollar amount that I'm willing to invest in just experimenting and seeing how this goes not putting pressure on one course changing your life or one coach one coaching session one whatever changing your life but just taking a chance on yourself and knowing that all the things that you do are cumulative they all add up They all enhance who you are and how you think. And by the way, you can always change your mind. Like when you first start doing whatever you're doing, being a founder, coaching, being an employee, right? Like you're almost like basically mimicking someone else or copying someone else. And then over time, you really start to meet your edges And you start having opinions and like taking parts and pieces from the things that resonate with you and leaving the rest. And so I want to encourage you to do this today. Just think about or notice yourself as you're agonizing over a decision on whether or not to do something. And instead of thinking about it logically, feel into your body of like, how do you feel when you think about working with this person or 
buying that thing or hiring that coach or buying that product or service. And don't do it from a form of fear place alone, but think about doing it from like an expansive state of being. And I promise if you do this, you will truly begin to experience this magic where you start trusting yourself. And I know we've spoken about intuition before on this podcast, but it'll help you develop your intuition and you'll be able to tell into whether or not you're doing something because it kind of enhances you and pushes your edges or if you're doing something because you're afraid. So that was a very long opening rant and not at all what I meant to talk about today, but I was thinking about this client and coaching this client and and just realizing that she's not alone, that all of us spend so long sometimes on decisions and have decision fatigue where really like we're looping and like that pattern of not being able to make a decision is playing itself out or like we're making decisions from the space of fear or from the space of not trusting that we'll be okay no matter what. Like you cannot make a bad decision, quote unquote. I mean, obviously, you know, there are some bad decisions, but it really like allows you to see the world more freely and allows you to just have fun and experiment in life and in this business. Like we're here for such a short time, just have fun. Okay. So one thing that I have been thinking a lot about recently is this whole concept of imposter syndrome. And I know we've spoken about it, about this on the podcast many, many, many weeks ago. I think it was like one of the first episodes. But recently I had a coffee chat with someone that decided that they want to be a coach just because they decided that that's something that they can do or be a consultant. I forget what they call it. And came up with a number that's higher than most even high ticket coaches charge. And the dollar amount isn't important. None of this is really like you can charge whatever you want in the product or business that you create as long as you energetically stand behind it. I often work with clients that are either gaining clarity on what they are at in life and their career. Like, you know, they're, they're really successful and they feel like they should be happy, but they're not happy. And so we work on figuring out what is amiss and how they can create safety and security. And then I also work with entrepreneurs that are either were really success, successful in their business or sorry, successful in their careers and now want to start a business or have a business and are like, okay, where do I go from here? And I had a coffee chat with this person, right? Where they're just trying to figure out who can help them. And I could tell that the entire concept for their business came from their heads and not from an aligned space of being. And it's okay if this is you too, if like you've created ideas or you've taken on ideas because you just think it's a good way to make money. But I can promise you that if you do it from that space of wanting to make quick money, you're going to be very disappointed and very quickly. And building a business, irrespective of whether it's a service-based business or a product-based business, takes time. I think that the online business industry has made us believe that you can start a business and scale to six-figure months, not even six-figure years, six-figure months within a year of starting your business. And sure, that is true for some people. And if it is true for them, there is a lot that you don't know behind that, such as like how long have they had a list for, how long have they noted them for, 
were they in a peripheral industry before and so they build a loyal kind of following on social media or whatever? Are they putting a ton of money behind ads to buy customers? Also a possibility that we don't always consider. So this person came to me wanting wanting to like suss out whether or not, you know, I or we can work with her. And honestly, the answer was definitely no, because I, I realized that, that she had not done the deep inner work and would 100% hit up against imposter syndrome when she inevitably got the nose. You will get nose in business. It is a part of it. It's a part of putting your services out in the world. It is the whole idea of untangling your worth from the yeses and noes that you get. Look, I am so proud of the fact that I have had my highest income month ever in October. And I am so grateful that it came at a time where I finally have learned to untangle my worth from my work because I've also had my lowest income month ever this year in 2023. And so seeing the two extremes, <laughs> seeing the two extremes is wild, man. Like that's all I can say. It's it's wild how quickly things can change. And the whole idea here is that you don't let the ups or the downs convince you that it's about you. It's about your strategy. It's about all the work you're putting in. It's about your messaging. It's about your branding. Sure. But it's not about you. And I think the biggest lesson that I've learned from this year has to be to do my own work. I expected also to like have a lot of success right away. You know, like when I first started my business at the beginning of 2021, in January 2021, I got a lot of wins really quickly. I pitched to a bunch of editors, like, you know, you know, you start all gung-ho when you first start and I was doing all the things and trying everything and throwing spaghetti on the wall. And I got featured in Forbes and then that was great. And I have got some media features since, but it has not been as consistent as I wanted to. And at the beginning, like every win and every success and every vanity metric, every dollar amount would be like I had just won the lottery or like, oh, like, yeah, like I just expected that to continue. And I am so grateful that I took this whole year to do a really deep certification program. This wasn't just like a one or two mindset sessions kind of thing. This was all freaking year. I spent six hours, six hours, guys, a week learning content, going to group coaching sessions, working one-on-one -on -one in partner practice, really like reading, researching, diving deep into different coaching techniques, because that is my niche. Doesn't matter what yours is, but whatever yours is, you know, like being an expert in that. And really just taking the time and pausing to be like, what is the value that I want to add to my clients? And realizing that all the times that I showed up with imposter syndrome, even if the client said, yes, I didn't think I was good enough to coach them. Or after every session, I would wonder if they're getting their, their kind of quote unquote worth. And then I would start subconsciously sabotaging myself. And I've heard this from a load of other people. So I hope this person is not, I mean, I, I wish, truly wish them all the best. Like I really hope that they can 
create something they're really successful in and find the audience in a way that they can help them. But if you do things just because you think you can make a lot of money from it, I promise you will not be fulfilled and you will have the imposter syndrome. So the way that you can be really successful is something is coming up from your heart. It is coming from the space of service that you truly believe that the things that you want to help someone with, the impact that you want to leave in the world are in alignment with your values, which are, you know, your personal values. So I would highly encourage you to figure those out. Like, for example, mine are balance, authenticity, freedom, spirituality, like whatever yours are, like four to five values. And make sure that like the business that you start is in alignment with both your values and your expertise. And if you don't have the expertise today, that is okay, but don't fake it till you make it. It's not going to work for you. You can start with the things that you already know how to do and learn along the way. Help someone that's like a few steps behind you, but also continue to make yourself better, continue to get trained, continue to learn, continue to keep an open mind. No matter how long someone else has been in business, you can learn something from them. Continue growing that network and genuinely learning from people. And that is how you become a better business owner. It is by continuing to perfect your craft. And I am by no means a perfect coach. I am two years into my coaching journey. Well, a little bit more. I started I started coaching actually in 2020. And in 2021 was when I officially launched my business with a legal entity, etc. But I started coaching in 2020. And, you know, I would say three years in, I feel very confident as a coach. I know how to hold space for people. And I still have days where after the session, I wonder what else I could have said and done. They're not often, but they do happen. And the bigger part about this is that I am a business coach in addition to coaching on clarity. And I have gone through both of those things myself. Like, yes, I've created this coaching business, but that's not what I'm teaching people how to do. Sure, if someone asks me, I can I can share my experience and tell them what has worked, what hasn't worked in filling one on, in my one-on-one container, in filling previous masterminds for my founder so cool, in launching our digital products. Like I have learned a lot, but I also am trained at a business school. I went to one of the best business schools and I spent two years studying business. I have worked in corporate America, worked for startups, advised startups, etc. So Figure out what is your previous experience, your previous job experience, your previous work experience and how you advise people. It doesn't even have to be something that you did for pay, but it has to be something that you truly feel confident in. It shouldn't be that you're lying to someone about the scale of it or what you did in order to then feel like they would trust you more, because that is when I promise your imposter syndrome is going to kick in. So I would figure out your values. I would figure out your expertise. And then I would also figure out what is your intended impact and come from a space of service and be in genuine service and co-build your business with your first clients. They're going to be your biggest fans. And it is incredible to go build a business with people you love. 
to really get the feedback, to iterate. And you can do this very quickly. In like the matter of months, you could go from, you know, the first five clients to scaling up to how many other clients you want. And just like hire the right people along the way. I should do another episode all along the dangers of scaling too quickly because I have some really good stories for you. Like I, I've met some incredible entrepreneurs recently, including one that scaled to a multi-million dollar business within six months and then realized that they had lost it all because they overspent money on on kind of building this business and buying customers through ads, et cetera, right? So like there is a lot that, that you can learn, including like even people I know that have hired large teams. They've hired huge teams in order to scale their business. And then something has happened. Sales have stopped. They've had to continue paying the team, couldn't pay themselves. Profitability was a mess. Even the revenue was high. It was really informative as I've met all these people that like skipping steps in building your business is actually really harmful and really costly. So do that in a week, continue to just build a safe space for yourself to learn, to experiment, to grow, figure out what you, what you really need and what would make you happy. What would make you happy in, in business as you're building it? I spoke to a client yesterday who first started out with a really big dream for her business. And then when I dialed it in and dialed it in, it turned out that that really she already was living her dream life. Like she already had, you know, the dream house that she wanted and the kids that she wanted and everything else. But she was using a number and a metric to motivate herself and just really wanted to feel like she had quote unquote made it and had like created an impact in her space. And that is totally fine. And I like really applaud her for, for coming to that realization. But when you realize what your motive is in the end, which is actually, I just want to feel successful. I already have everything I want. Phew, that's a different energy than I need to make X dollar months to survive. Putting ourselves in that survival mode really is kicking off the flight and fight response, which you cannot do anything because your body, when it's in that mode, is only thinking about survival. Like your critical faculties literally shut down when you're running away from a predator. Think about it. When you're running away from a, from a predator, like our ancestors were, or like animals are or do, they're not thinking about their next big project. It's just how do I survive in this moment? What do I need to be safe and to live until tomorrow? So again, remember to take the pressure off yourself and really get honest and clear about why you want to do something. Don't just create numbers for your business, whether they're goals or whether it's a dollar amount that you're charging from your brain. Allow it to come from a space of, yes, analysis, but also feel into it. Feel into your body and feel how it feels in your body to have your product or services be in a certain price range. And bring it back to what your larger purpose and goal in life is. Is it to run a massive million-dollar company and have hundreds of employees? 
Is it to have the freedom of time? And so you don't really care how large your business is. You just want the freedom of time and you want to make enough that you keep busy during the day and that you can pay your mortgage and send your kids to daycare and like take vacations whenever you want. And if you are the latter, then you can even figure out a certain dollar amount and it'll it'll just give you the realization that sometimes what we're pushing ourselves to is so wildly different from what we actually need. I know we went all over the place today, but I really allowed my intuition to, to, to go and I allowed myself to follow my intuition and tap into what I really thought that I needed to say today. And if you've taken anything away from this conversation, I hope it is that you will think about your values and think about your vision for your life and then start to curate a plan from there to start to curate who you want to be in the world, what do you want to do and what do you want to create with this one life outside a week? You know, like what do you want to be remembered for? And what is it that you really need to make in your business if you are a business owner? And feeling into what can be of service in this world and then creating your business from that space. And if you do it from that space, I promise that energy is magnetic. It is magnetic. And you will attract all of these opportunities and have all of the perfect clients, the perfect collaborations show up because you're coming from this aligned, magnetic, lit up space that just allows for the greater good of everyone involved. It's not coming from ego. It's coming from genuine essence, from genuine love, from generally being lit up about life and what you're creating. So I hope this episode was helpful. And I hope you remember that anytime imposter syndrome shows up, it is our own inner self's way of pushing us to be better. And you can take a moment with it. Allow yourself to feel it. And ask yourself how it's trying to serve you. And your answer truly might be that your imposter syndrome is afraid of being judged. It's afraid of being wrong. And in that case, just sit with it and ask yourself, is this true? Do I know enough about this field or this thing that I'm selling? Or is my product of that quality where I know it can be? Do I stand behind this? And if your answer is yes, then you know that it's coming from a fear-based space of like, it's just allowing your brain to go haywire and allowing you to to, re- to really like put putting you in panic mode so that you're not disappointed if things don't go well, as opposed to if the imposter syndrome is coming from a space of feeling like you're selling something that you don't know enough about, then that's feedback. And you can go learn more about it. You can slowly build up to the place where you feel really confident about what you're selling. You feel really confident about the job that you're in. You learn everything that you need to to do and keep an open mind. And it is usually a balance of both. It's both providing yourself that safety and knowing that feelings of failure, feelings of being afraid of other people's judgment, being afraid of of feeling like the misfit or saying something wrong is usually coming from wanting to keep us safe and wanting us to fit in. 
And feeling like we don't know enough is coming from the space of actually knowing that there's more to this field and you don't have to know everything to succeed in the business. But there's opportunities for growth, even if it's 15 or 20 minutes a day. I'm so grateful for you guys and I'm so grateful that you listen every single week. And honestly, I'm so grateful. And I know, again, this is a vanity metric, but I am so grateful every time I see reviews, every time I see us trending on the chart. I love using this platform to talk about real and honest topics all around entrepreneurship, around being full, complete humans and around stretching our edges. So thank you so much for being on this journey with me. I truly, truly appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. And I will see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this episode with your friends. Until we meet again, dear entrepreneur, I hope you remember to lead from your heart.